Yeah. I couldn't change you, no. Yeah. Said I couldn't change you, no. Yeah. You wouldn't wanna be changed anyway. I think it's really safe to say that an overwhelming majority of people in the United States love Disneyland. In fact, it's really rare to find someone who doesn't love Disneyland. And if they do, it's it's never that they don't like Disney or the idea of Disneyland. It's, it's that they don't like large crowds or wait times, etc. But at its core, the magic that happens at Disneyland is loved. Disney's incredible. Growing up, I lived off watching Disney movies. Bambi, Dumbo, Pinocchio, Robin Hood, Lion King, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, the list goes on. And yes, I'm dating myself. Those are old Disney movies. I would watch those movies every time I was sick. If I was sick and I was at home, I would throw on Disney movies. But I I actually never loved the message of Disney because I, I was actually taught to disagree with the message of Disney. The message of Disney was always, follow your heart. Have you heard that before? Those were fighting words in the Christian world. We weren't just told not to follow your heart. We were told to distrust your heart. Like, your heart is the worst it's wicked. It will always lead you astray. Anything good that comes from our quote-unquote heart is actually not even your heart. It's like the Spirit's work in your heart. It doesn't ever come from your heart. It's, it's a bit confusing, and, and when you really dig deep into it, it's, it's actually rooted in a lot of Gnosticism and detaching yourself. <laughs> like, it separates the physical and the emotional and the spiritual and the psychological. It's it's, it's really confusing, like your symbolic heart, because who even knows what it really means to follow your heart anyways, is evil. Don't trust it and all, all of that. It, it, it's really confusing. And I was never told why I shouldn't follow my heart. I was just told your heart is born evil. It's nasty. You can't rely on it. And even when Jesus turns your heart of stone to a heart of flesh, whatever that means, it's not even really your heart. It's the spirit or something. Now, before I explain the single most used verse to defend this whole idea, let me just show you a few ways that this really damages a lot of things in our lives. First, when we say heart, we're really truly meaning our center of self, our true self, our default identity and decision-making center. Thus, it's actually directly attached to all of our main sources of self-actualization and realization. Our emotions are attached directly to our hearts. Our feelings are attached directly to our hearts. Our actions are attached directly to our hearts. Our self-awareness is directly attached to our hearts. I, I hope you're getting the picture. So if our hearts are bad or not to be trusted, then the things that are directly attached to it are viewed at best questionable and with skepticism, and at worst, just as bad and detrimental as our hearts. Emotions are at best questionable. Feelings are at best to be viewed skeptically. Self-awareness at best is to be always challenged. And all of those things at worst are to be viewed with just as much distrust or disregard as our hearts. So what's left? 
that this leads to incredible loneliness, with the solution often being massive amounts of codependency. It leads to self-hate, with the solution often being zero vulnerability and complete insecurity. It leads to denial, with the solution being massive amounts of unhealthy coping mechanisms. Second, by distrusting our like and never following our heart, there is a massive necessity for external input. And it that gets crazy. Like that input becomes our main source of validation, interpretation, and assessment. And so if we don't follow our heart, we have to find something or someone outside of us to follow and trust. Now, in an amazing, perfect world, we would just say that the answer is Jesus, right? That's the Sunday school answer. But let's just be honest. We live interconnected lives with other people, We're built and created as relational beings. Thus, when we remove the capacity to trust and follow our own hearts, we intrinsically jump to trust and follow someone or something else. And obviously, we want it to be Jesus or the divine, but it rarely is. And to be honest, we end up just asking people we're close to, what is this and what do we do? And and yet, they're not supposed to follow their hearts either or to trust their hearts. So... If a close friend asks me if he should punch out his neighbor because his neighbor's dog keeps pooping in his yard, and my heart tells me to say no, should I trust that? And obviously, if you're a Christian, you'd say, well, follow what Jesus says. But again, how can we trust what our heart tells us about Jesus? I mean, following Jesus makes my heart happy, but can I trust that happiness? Because it's directly attached to my heart. Again, we could go deeper into these things, but but truly, there's just so much confusion and damage and danger when it comes to distrusting or not following or listening to your heart. But Ryan, and here it comes, the Bible says the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure or desperately wicked. Who can understand it? Jeremiah 17, 9. See, the Bible says it, the heart lies, and it's wicked, and it won't stop, and you can't understand it. So what do we do? Well, most people actually ever won't read the whole context of Jeremiah, but I'll give you a little bit of background and just tell you this. That verse has barely, if anything, really to do with the intricacies of our heart and following our heart or emotions and feelings. It just doesn't. In fact, the context speaks to a lot of actually um, social injustice, understanding God's reactions and interactions with people who reject him or follow him. And ultimately, it talks about how sin and destruction are things that are the real evil done to our hearts, not our hearts being the source of the evil. But even if you just take the verse, verse 9, you have to stop looking at it through a 2020 modern lens. The the language, which in and of itself demands an interpretation, is Hebrew. And, and when you look at the Hebrew words and language, the verse actually changes dramatically. The Hebrew word for deceitful, so the heart is deceitful, actually has no negative connotation. It's actually most closely affiliated and defined as mysterious. 
And again, it's not in the way of, ooh, mystery, scary, evil, bad, but more like an exciting, adventurous mystery, almost like wonder, like awe. The Hebrew word for beyond cure or desperately wicked, it actually means weak and vulnerable or impressionable. And it's actually the word used to describe Israel's Messiah. So actually the verse would be better translated as the heart is deeper, more wondrous, and more mysterious than all things, which makes humans very vulnerable because who can understand it? Verse 9 is not a completely positive statement, but it's definitely not a negative statement. Rather, it's actually an introductory statement to the next verse that says, the Lord searches the heart and sees it clearly. And that you should that like you should use that to propel us to trust God to heal the parts of our hearts that are wicked, but to also validate that there are incredible parts of our hearts to be trusted. I think Disney had it mostly right, but I think I would change it just a bit. As a Christian, I would use the wording, trust your heart. What it feels, emotes, acts out, everything. Trust that. It's showing you something true about yourself. Now, it it might be truly showing how insanely delusional you are, but, but that's accurate. So trust that accuracy. Trust your heart. But as a Christian, I would use this wording as well. Follow Jesus. Your heart, although accurate, is incredibly vulnerable and open to so much in this world, good and bad. So trust what it's telling you. But the final word or authority in who or what to follow is Jesus. So trust your heart. It's showing you, you, the good and the bad. And that's not wrong. That's actually really helpful. Trust your heart and follow Jesus. I heard him screaming, dangerous, dang, dangerous. I can't get away. And I-